Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, I am wired up to tell you about our show. We're going to be talking about morning routines of winners. (laughs) All right. So many of the top performers in their field have morning habits that create success. Business figures, top athletes, and valued employees all share a few habits that push them to the top. So let's take a look into their world, shall we? You can call in on this phone number with a comment or question, 323-642-1677, or use our chat line blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, forward slash DT Linda Gross, forward slash DT Linda Gross. Alrighty, so let's dive right in, shall we? Most successful people follow a rather similar routine. Who knew that, right? So let's talk about the four most common things that they do. Yep, you guessed it, waking up early, usually between the hours of 4 and 6 a.m., waking up before most of the world is a great way to get a jump on the day. Here are some examples. 4 a.m. people, Tim Cook of Apple, actor Dwayne Johnson, Indra Noorai, who is the CEO of PepsiCo. The 5.30 crowd includes Richard Branson of the Virgin Group and Jack Dorsey of Twitter. The 6 a.m. group, marketing influencer Gary Vaynerchuk, and Oprah Winfrey. All right, what else do these successful people do? Well, they write down or visualize their goals and dreams, reaffirming why they do what they do by either writing it down or looking at it on their vision board. This directly increases motivation, drive, and purpose. The book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill spends a lot of time advocating this habit. Tony Robbins is also a big advocate. Wake-up ritual. Well, some of these people, in addition to waking up early, they also have another ritual that they do often. It could be something like taking a cold shower or a jog outside or hard workout or splashes of ice water on their face. Actor Paul Newman used to put his face in a sink full of ice in the morning to uh, wake himself up. He claimed it helped complexion, right? Keep that young, youthful look. All right. So this is something that gets their blood pumping so they're ready to take on that day with their rituals, morning rituals. Most of them have some form of physical exercise in the morning. So just look at any successful person, especially men, from Bill Gates to Dwayne Johnson to even Elon Musk, who claims that he hates exercising, most of them will tell you that they rise early to exercise. 
What else can you do? Make your bed. Most successful people do have this habit. Get out of bed, put those hospital corners into place, and it just makes them feel nice and tidy that that chore is out of the way. Starting in on a big task, they will start something that they deem to be big, challenging, or uncomfortable at the beginning of the day because they say that that's when they have the most amount of energy to tackle a big project. Elon Musk does this by answering what he calls critical emails early. So public speaker Brian Tracy's book, Eat That Frog, also goes into this detail. So the biggest reason successful people do these things is so that they start their day off strong. Motivation, drive, purpose, and a general sense of greatness or pride in the morning can carry the entire day. So some successful people, therefore, have longer routines before they get to work, while others wake up and start the day right away. It all depends a bit on what the person deems as success and what is important to them. That being said, here are some other things that can be a part of the first hour of their day. All right? A healthy breakfast. To many, this is often the most important meal of the day. I raise my hand on that one. I can't even get my day going unless I have a good breakfast. Meditation. Once again, something that sets them up for a great day ahead by raising self-awareness and possibly opening up some blocked paths. Well, I know it's kind of a chore to do meditation, but there's so many apps on the market now that you can start off with simple five-minute meditations and then work yourself up, right? And if you don't like one app, go on to the other app, find something that works for you, and build it as part of your day. Planning the day ahead. The only reason this is not part of most people's routines is because a lot of successful people Do this way ahead of time. Many plan their days from anywhere up to one to four weeks in advance. Who knew that? So it's not part of most people's first hour of the day. Getting to work early. Well, if they have an outside office, they will try to get to work before everyone else does, mainly for themselves to get that extra little bit of quiet Everything counts when you can put your entire focus on something and you're not always disturbed by interruptions, right? So, yeah, being to yourself really helps. Most of this list is not crazy, unique, or even hard to adopt. So what are you waiting for? All of these things make sense, and you've heard most of them before, and you probably might even have a few in your lineup. But how is it that our routines do not feel as successful as those of CEOs, entrepreneurs, or other really successful people? Well, it's more about what they do not do rather than what they actually do. So here's a list of what they don't do. Check messages. Successful people don't check messages. They do not follow other people's agendas until way later in the day, if at all. So to have a great day, you must own it yourself. You must set your own schedule and keep to it, right? All right. Use the phones. 
So for the same reason as I just mentioned, most successful people do not get on their phone. Some of them like leave it aside for at least an hour or two because they know that me time is so very valuable. They're just going to get distracted and interrupted with the phone. So put your phone aside. You don't need to go to it right first thing right in the day. Using their phone this early is often a form of consumerism. So if they start off their day with that, it will affect everything else accordingly, right? And you lose track of time and you're behind the eight ball and you're basically not in control. So that's why a lot of them, a lot of successful people put aside the phone for at least an hour or two a day in the beginning. Stay in bed. So no successful person stays in bed. One alarm with no snooze button. You crush it the first thing right away. You set that time for yourself. You send a clear message to yourself that you are worth it and you are most important. If you can't get up, yes, you will pay the price if you are tired, but in general, try not to sabotage your efforts by drinking too much or staying up late the night before. Start slow. Here's another habit that they don't do. So right out of the gate, they try to crush it for one, because they have more energy in the morning. And number two, it sets up the rest of the day. Makes sense, right? So skipping these steps may make you feel like you're keeping yourself from success. Also, letting other people hog your time is self-sabotaging. You are sending yourself a subtle message that you just aren't that important. I once had a boss who had a closed-door policy until 4 p.m. Can you imagine that? You could only talk to her during 4 to 6 p.m. She was extremely focused and very successful. A successful start to the day is one that you control. Remember, the way you approach the first one to two hours in the day is likely how the entire day will go. Another habit that really makes you feel good about yourself is when you can check off large challenges. It's perfectly normal that your ideal start will vary from others. Whatever your ideal habits are, make a plan to implement them consistently. Carefully plan what you will and will not do. And when you find out what works best for you and what makes you feel the most productive, it will set a good tone for success for years to come. All righty. Okay, thank you for joining our show today. If you liked our show, there's many ways that you can show your love. You can listen, call, subscribe, chat, like our fan page, Follow, comment, share, tell a friend, advertise with me, start with my Amazon link, and download my app, buy my book on Amazon. By the way, the name of the book is The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. So you can download that in a few seconds. Or what most men do is they order the hard copy and they ship it to you in about a week. All right? So make that happen. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about men secretly want housewives as much as the media wants to tell us to celebrate smart, successful career women. However, it still might not be what men inherently want. 
Of course, no guy wants to bang a woman who is too similar to himself, but it's practically impossible to find a traditional woman these days. All right, so what is a guy supposed to do? Now, if you missed last week's show, you can find it right here on the archives at blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com, The Men's Advocate Show, or better yet, you can go to my larger library, all six years' worth of shows on SoundCloud, TuneIn, and the iTunes app have the entire library. All right? So check it out. If you aren't already a subscriber, all you have to do is put the Men's Advocate Show in your search engine, and hopefully one of these platforms will come up or your favorite podcasting platform will come up, and then you could check us out. All right? Probably time to do a little binge listening. Okay, you can download my book for free if you have Amazon Prime and do your regular Amazon shopping by just starting with my link. So whenever you see my social media, I always put a link to the book. That is the correct link. Copy it, paste it to your favorites. Always do your Amazon shopping starting with that link. There's no purchase required. doesn't cost you anything extra to use the link. And Amazon pays me a few cents on the dollar to help support the show. So we really appreciate that. If you're not on social media, you can go to my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com. Scroll down, and there's a big click-through that you can copy the link, the Amazon link, right there. All right? Okay, I want to give a shout-out to one of my sponsors, author and podcaster Aaron Clary. You'll want to check out his podcast. It's so good. But anyway, check out his brand-new book. It's called The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Women. The Book of Numbers, Analyzing the ROI on the Pursuit of Numbers. Aaron always comes to the table with a lot of research, and he investigates the numbers and he has data for you and, you know, just really makes you go, hmm, and think about, <laughs> in this case, your pursuit of women, right? All right. So, and check out his other books. They're really well-written. They're fun to read. They're easy to read, but really some deep concepts in there that will kind of shift your paradigms a little bit, if I do say so myself. All right. So thanks again for joining us. We will catch you next time right here on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now. And make sure that you call me or contact me. Let me know what you want as a topic, who you want as a guest, and we're going to make that happen. All right? Stay safe. We'll catch you next time on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now.